Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. I'm Amelia Larry. And on this episode, we're actually going to be doing a summer movie preview guide and reviews of some things we're excited about in summer movies. What are some of the things we're going to be talking about today, Amelia? So we are going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Everyone is so excited about this movie. And we are going to review Alamo Drafthouse. Also, we're going to talk about some trailers of some summer movies that we're excited about and also just kind of go through in each name about three different movies that we're excited about to see throughout the course of the summer, kind of just getting our minds into that. We are having another special guest, and he is going to join us shortly. And who's that going to be? His name is Nico. Yep, Nico's going to be joining us a little bit later, uh, or actually right after this. Speaking of guests, I just want to put this out there again, that we are looking for the first people or person that records a segment at home and submits it to the Larry's Pop Pod to be in a future episode gets two free movie passes. So if you have an idea, if you have recipes for slime, if you have a new album that you're into, anything that you want to talk about, send it to us. Our The email address is chrislarry33 at gmail.com. Send me that and we will put it on the air, and you get two free movie tickets. Not a bad deal, right? Yep. Coming up after this short break, we'll be joined by Nico, and we'll be talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and the Alamo Draft House. Be right back. Boom! Ba-ba-boom! What? Boom! Ba-ba-boom! Say what? Boom! Ba-ba-boom! Cool! Yeah! Welcome back to the Larry's Pop Pod. We are back just about an hour ago from seeing what might be the movie of the summer already in spring, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We're going to talk about that right now, but first let me introduce our special guest. Our special guest is... Nico Mitchell. Nico Mitchell, who joined us at the movie, and we're going to break it down for you right about now. Let me just tell you, though, if you have not seen the movie, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy podcast. So, if you haven't seen it, stop the podcast now, go see it, come back, and then listen to it after you've seen it, okay? All right, you have been warned. All right, let's get into it. First of all, let me do a round of did you like it, and what was your favorite part, Amelia. So, I loved it. It was, like, the best. Well, it was just only the second one, but it was the best Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I think Baby Groot is the main character that everyone's gotta like, so I think he was definitely my favorite part. We're definitely gonna talk Baby Groot. Nico, did you like it, and what was your favorite part? I think it's the best movie, like, we've seen. It's the best one. I think I loved it. What was your favorite part? I don't know. I kind of liked that the spaceships of the golden people. Oh, the sovereigns. What did you like about their spaceship? This is a spoiler. Go for it. That the spaceships, they're like kind of like a video game. And it's but real life where they're like in their like home flying the ship. But then outside, it's like a little video game. It's actually the ships attacking the other ship. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. When I realized that they were really back in their, like, pods, back in their home world, flying spaceships in the galaxy, I thought that was super rad, I have to say. I agree. Maybe all three of us are being a little bit controversial here, that we thought it was actually better than the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that may not be the popular opinion out there, but I thought... It had more action. I thought the special effects were great, and I really thought it was really funny. 
Me too. I love the special effects. Because, like, one of, or two of the aliens had, like, a weird face. And I don't know how they got the special effects for that. Nika? Ta- There's, like, this alien called Taserface. He's, like, <laughs> he, everybody laughs. He's, like, he tell, he's trying to make warnings. They just all laugh when they hear his name is Taserface. And he's, but he's, like, a big giant alien. One of my favorite parts was one of the, the, the times that I laughed the loudest was when he was like, just tell them that it was Taserface. And the sovereign girl was like, <laughs> she was laughing at him, you know, even when he was supposed to be all tough. I agree. This had a lot of new characters in it. What was some of your favorite new characters that weren't in the original? I really liked, I know he was kind of, I already said this, but he was kind of already in the first movie. Baby Groot. That's all you want to talk about is Baby Groot. Yeah, but, like, he's so cute. I mean, he was in the first movie, kind of, but he wasn't the baby, where the Baby Groot's like, hi. All right, let's just get into it. Baby Groot. I think Baby Groot is going to rule the summer. I think he's going to be king of the summer. Nico, what was your favorite thing about Baby Groot? I loved it because he was so small. And once he had to get something, he was like, Baby Groot. And he got, like, a million of the other thing. And finally, the the guy who was on their team, and he's like, you found the thing? But it's the wrong thing. And it's like, <laughs> he's like, Pfft. and he stretches his arm out, but then it's, the wrong thing, and he's like, huh. And then the guy finally helped him and got the thing out. Yeah, Baby Groot was hysterical. He was so cute. One of my favorite Baby Groot scenes when they were, like, fighting all those spaceships in the beginning of the movie, and they're, like, zipping through, and and Baby Groot was just sitting there eating candy, watching everything happen. (laughs) That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, you know what? I have a prediction. Baby Groot is going to be, like, the new Minions. Everybody's going to love Baby Groot. He's going to be the new Minions. Amelia. I also think, uh, during Halloween, he is going to be the star. Oh, you think a lot of people are going to dress up as baby group? Everyone is going to have, like, twine wrapped around, like, a suit or something like that. Ooh, good idea. I have some ideas for this Halloween. All right, Nico, who was your favorite character, new character in this one? I kind of think, like, Yondu, even though he was there, this one had, like... Yondu way more. I kind of like Yondu a lot. And also, um, the bad girl, what's her name? Which one? The Mantis? Nebula. No, Nebula. Oh, oh yeah. So those were in both the old movie, but they had they kind of had did different things with their characters. Yeah. So Nebula. let's talk about Yondu. So this this whole movie kind of one of the big things about it was kind of like how they make Yondu a good character. You know, in the first movie he was kind of a bad guy. And this one, he was kind of a good guy. In fact, it was kind of sad at the end what happened to Yondu. Nico, you want to tell everyone what happens to Yondu in this movie? Um, he saved Star-Lord by, like, rock jetpacking up into space. But he killed himself because he couldn't breathe, and he died. I was actually crying a lot because he died. I know. I looked over, and he goes, <laughs> Yondu, Yondu. Um, yeah, that was a very, it was a very nice moment, Nico. It was very, very touching to see you very upset about old Yondu's death. So one of the one of the things that I really like about this movie is just all the like little extra things. Like during the credits, there was a lot of extra scenes, the dancing characters in the little bubbles. I like the little little things that were going on, like the little lizard creatures that were kind of in the movie. There's a lot of little things to pay attention to. Almost makes me want to see it again already, Amelia. Yeah. And one thing that makes me question for the next movie, because, spoiler alert, there is a next movie. So I think that, like, the next movie is going to be about how they try to 
um, tried to hide from the golden people because there they had like a little preview that they are going to try to build a weapon to go against the Guardians of the Galaxy. Nico? They already actually built it. It showed at the end, and she said, I finally have a weapon that I can, like, kill the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they called it Adam. Yeah. It, yeah. it was the name of the weapon. <laughs> um, all right, so we're generally way thumbs up. Is that right? Yeah. Way yeah. thumbs up. Way. Um, very excited about this movie. It may be hard all summer for another movie to be better. Would you agree? Yeah. But um, for uh, later, uh, there is one that might beat it, but probably not. And what's that? The Emoji Movie. The Emoji Movie. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll debate that later. So this movie was kind of, it was funny. It was sad. It had a lot of stuff. It kind of had a lot of themes about love and friendship. That was nice. Let's talk about, let's make this our last topic on Guardians of the Galaxy. One of the best best scenes and the credits was Teenage Groot. Who wants to talk about Teenage Groot? Nico. When he walked in, he's like, stop it, Groot, because he was all teenage, and he's like, why do you put vines on the ground? And he's like, and also, stop playing your mind-reading game on the computer thing. And then he's like, I am Groot, and like copied him back, because he's stupid. He's a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, I would watch a whole movie of Teenage Groot, would you? Yes. Yes. Definitely. We need a spin-off movie that is Teenage Groot. Alright, so we would definitely say, would you all agree that you people should run out the door and go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 if you had Totally. Yes. yes. And bonus, one of our favorite songs was in the movie. Anyone remember? Surrender by Cheap Trick. Yeah. Your mom is all right. Your dad is all right. So any movie that has Surrender is good in our book because that's been one of our, all three of our favorite songs for a long time, right? Um, Okay, let's see. What, What do you think is better, the first one or second? I, all right, this is a good out question. Good job. I vote second. Nico? Second, totally. Amelia? Um, I, it's a close call, but I have to pick second because Baby Groot. All right, she's crazy for Baby Groot. Same. All right, so we saw this movie at the Alamo Draft House. Alamo Draft House is basically like a restaurant, a bar, a dessert place, and a movie theater all in one. And, uh... I, the Alamo Draft House. We want to talk about the experience of seeing a movie at the Alamo Draft House. Nico, start. I think the food there, not like the milkshake or stuff like that, but like the actual food, like popcorn and stuff, isn't good. Like, doesn't really taste good. All right, Amelia? Yeah, I agree with Nico. The food, like, one time I got mac and cheese, wasn't that good. I ate, like, two bites. I have to say, I like that you can order food. I think they're doing some good things. I really love the Alamo Draft and Cinema House. We'll talk about some of the positive things in a minute. But I think I have to agree. The food is not that good. They need to up their game on the food. It's a little too fancy. They try to do too much. Like, there's truffles on the popcorn. No, thank you. Uh, the pizza was just all right. I thought we were ordering edamame, and it was like edamame dip with wonton chips. I was, like, yeah. zippy on that. That's gross. Um, yeah, it was gross. The milkshakes are good, and they have some good options. But, yeah, I would agree. The food's not great. I like that you can order food. They could up their food game. So that's a big thing. Amelia. Uh, Yeah, this is the second time I've gone to the Alamo Draft House. The first time, I saw a lot of waiters, you know, running back and forth. This time, I didn't see that much. But still, like, you should maybe, like, duck down a little bit more. 
Yeah, they kind of get trying to watch the movie. They get in the way a little bit. Nico. Like the milkshake was a little too much. It was like really kind of rich. Yeah. For me, and like the stuff on the top, like whipped cream. Yeah. yeah. It was a little you too much. You couldn't really put it in. Yeah. And I, yeah. I agree, but I have to say I love seeing movies there. It's a great movie theater. First of all, the screen is big. The sound system is incredible. Did you notice it? Sound sometimes felt like the sounds were coming around us, behind us, on the side, and great comfortable seats. And I do like that I don't have to, like, get up and bring all my stuff from the food to my chair. Do you know what? I kind of didn't like that you can't, like, move your seats back, like, to actually enjoy the movie. Yeah, they don't recline. That is weird. It is a good movie-going experience. I really enjoy seeing movies there. It does get expensive because you order all that food, and then I'm like, oh, holy smokoli. But I really do enjoy seeing a movie there. And I really like the decorations. They have those cool, like, foreign movie posters everywhere. It just has, like, a feels like you're at, like, a palace of movies. Yeah, and I like I love the Garden Day Galaxy. It's like it's like the perfect movie for their order movie like eat and also like watch an amazing movie. It's like the best movie like if you're scared you'll eat and stuff like that. Yeah, we the other movie that we've seen there is Hidden Figures, which I did love that movie, but it's not really like a big movie where like a pop, you know, like it's a bit, you know, you don't really need the big screen and the sound system. So this I agree, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of a better movie for this kind of theater. Yeah, cuz when this movie is so rich with action. You want the sounds all around you and, like, the big screen. And it just takes in with that kind of movie. I kind of... There's one thing that I didn't like about the movie that I think they should change. The movie? Okay. Yeah. Didn't like the whole time. It was just action, action, action. They didn't get any, like, periods where, like, they'd stop at, no, like, the action and just, like, rest and, like, have a funny part. It's, yeah. like, always kind of, like, action. That's true. There was a lot of action. There was some funny parts and some sensitive yeah, parts, like, like, between Gamora and um, Star-Lord when they're, like, falling in love, L-O-V-E. <laughs> All right, so what do you say? Thumbs up? Down or middle on Alamo Draft House, Amelia? I'd say thumbs up because even though the food's a little the the experience is still amazing. I kinda like middle-ish because if you're talking about like besides the food, it's amazing theater. But if like the food, it's like middle. Just I don't like the food. That's the problem which I don't like. Alright, so you're saying kind of middle middle up. I'll, I'll say up. I like the food probably better than both of you. Although I don't think it's great. And I just love I love the all-around experience. You have one more point, Amelia. Take us home. In regular movie theaters, you have to pick a specific time to go because like, oh, we have to eat lunch at that time. Oh, we have to eat dinner at that time. For Alamo Draft House, you can go at any time because you can order lunch or dinner or whatever you want there. Do you know I think, too, you could actually, like, instead of just, like, going in and choosing your seats, it's like you could actually assign seats so, like, nobody tries stealing your seat. That's true. When I bought our tickets on Tuesday, I was able to pick the best seats right in the middle. They were good seats, right? Yeah. We were right in the middle of the action. All right. So, um, Nico, thank you for joining us on the uh, Larry's Pop Pod. Uh, You'll be coming back. You want to come back for further episodes in the future? All right. What's another movie you're looking forward to this summer? Probably the 
Despicable Me 3. Okay, Despicable or, Me 3. And also Boss Baby. Boss Baby's already been out. Uh-huh. You missed Boss Baby, my man. We will be right back. Amelia and I will be returning in just a few seconds to talk about some of our summer movies that we're excited about. Nico, thanks for joining us on the Larry's Pop Pod. We'll be back in just a few shakes of the stick. Hello, this is Chris Larry of the Larry's Pop Pod. Just wanted to let you know that you can now find this podcast on any of your favorite podcasting tools and apps. That would be iTunes, the Google Play Store, and the Stitcher app. Just look for The Larry's Pop Pod or see the feed in our descriptions. Thank you very much. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Welcome back to the Larry's Pop Pod. For our next segment, we're going to preview some of the summer movies that we're excited about, uh, share those titles with you, and also we're going to review the trailers for the probably two movies that we're most excited about as a team, and we'll talk a little bit about what we learned from those trailers, what gets us kind of hyped for those, those movies, and maybe what makes us a little nervous about whether they'll be good or not. Amelia, why don't you share with us the first movie of the trailer that we watched? The first movie is Wonder Woman. And it's the first Wonder Woman movie ever created. It's about how she wants to save people's lives again. I think she maybe took a little bit of a break from all what she was doing before. So now this movie is about her getting back into that uh, zone. Okay, yeah, getting back into the zone of kind of helping people. And it looks like it takes place in a couple different places. It looks like it starts in Amazon, maybe, you know, because she's like an Amazonian princess, right? Queen? I can't remember which. Um, And it looks like it goes some other places. Where do you think most of this movie takes place? From the first part of the trailer, it looks like all islands. That looks like Amazon. It looks like there was like ballrooms. So I think it was also Europe a little bit and maybe America. It looks more like Europe though. Yeah, I'd say most of it takes place in Europe or America or somewhere like that. I don't, I bet only the beginning is in Amazon. Yeah, I, I got excited for the trailer. It looked like it was definitely a lot of action. It looks like it kind of mixes in almost a, a couple different genres, like war movies, like action superhero movies, but also kind of like knights movies, things like that. So if you had one thing that was getting you excited about this movie to go see it in a couple weeks, or was making you a little bit nervous about whether it was going to be good or not, what would those two things be? So the nervous thing was, like, there's too much slow motion. She, like, is dodging something, but she it looks like she's just looking at it. Oh, it's like those fight scenes where everything's slow motion and slowed down. I'm not a big fan of that myself. Did you see a lot of that in the trailer? Yeah, you want to see all the fast moving and kicks or whatever they do to fight. You don't want to see people moving slow. But what got you hyped and excited for the movie? It's so much action. Boom, boom, boom. It keeps on, like, hitting people, and it's filled with all the surprises. All right, so yeah, so that was the Wonder Woman official trailer. Check it out. Um, I think... I think the release date is in just a couple weeks, I think. We'll put it in the notes for this podcast, what the real official release date is, so that you can plan accordingly. So the the second movie that we are pretty excited about that we watched the trailer of was actually called Valerian, The City of a Thousand Planets. First of all, I guess I should tell you what this movie is going to be about, except I'm not sure I really know. It seemed like it was about two maybe kind of teenage kids or young adults, uh, one a woman and one a man, and they get caught up in some crazy adventure and I know all I know is it was science fiction there was crazy aliens there was spaceships there was lasers it looked like a, probably about like a bunch of different planets and worlds it looked crazy I cannot wait to see this movie what'd you think uh they're like pounding down like throwing knives at these 
aliens that are trying to do something. I didn't really catch it because it's so confusing. It's like full action-packed and everything that you'd want to see in a movie. I agree. It looked, the special effects looked amazing. It was directed actually by, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but the guy that did the movie The Fifth Element, so a good science fiction movie, so we know he does science fiction well. And... I don't know. It just looked like it's going to be visually stunning. It looks like one of those movies you want to see in the big theater. Would you agree? Big theater with popcorn and lights and then the lights turn off and then like you're basically just sitting in your chair looking, feeling like you're there but you're not getting hurt or anything. That's right. No laser beams coming our way. So Valerian, the planet of a thousand cities, I think comes out in July. It looks off the hook. I have to say we're pretty excited about that. A couple other movies that we're excited about. How do you want to do this? You want to do yours all at once or me all at once or you want to trade back and forth? I'm ready to do mine. All right, shoot. Um so the first one is a little funny. It's Captain Underpants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's about these two kids who hypnotize this guy to be Captain Underpants. Okay. Next. Um, the emoji movie. It's about how the emojis live in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a... Pr- I have to admit, I think I'm pretty excited for that movie as well. And I think one of the c- characters in the trailer was actually played by the legendary comedian Stephen Wright. So I think the emoji movie looks like it could be pretty good. What's your third one? Everyone knows this. See if you can guess before I say it. Banana. Despicable Me 3. It won't have enough minions in it for me, but I think the Despicable Me franchise is a solid property, so you're excited for that. Yeah. All right, the three movies that I'm excited about are, one, The Dark Tower. This is the first movie in a series of movies based on some novels by the legendary writer Stephen King. I haven't read these books, um, so I'm excited for The Dark Tower. I'm a big Planet of the Apes guy. The old ones, the new ones. I love all Planet of the Apes. So the new movie, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, looks super good. I'm excited about that. And then one that I have a little bit of mixed emotions about being excited about is the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I'm a big fan of some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I like the Jack Sparrow character. I love pirates just in general and that time period in history. So I'm kind of excited and I like Javier Bardem, who is playing the the kind of villain. But I don't know. Is that franchise old and tired? I'm not quite sure. So that's, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. So I think that's the third movie that I'm excited about seeing this summer. Yeah. For Pirates in the Caribbean, I feel like it's full of, like, war and pirates, what would you would think of pirates. But it looks also, even though it's full of action, it looks a little boring. Oh, oh okay. Strong words. Alright, so this episode we talked about some stuff we're excited to see. We reviewed some stuff that we have seen to kick off uh, Summer Movie Mania 2017. Uh, so thanks for joining for this episode. Amelia, any parting words? Um, Well, just thank you for listening. Alright, we'll see you at the movies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.